This episode is brought to you by Objective Outcomes. If you're tired of fad diets, yo-yo dieting, and quick fixes that don't last, you should start a sustainable, behavior-based personal training that is primed for lifelong changes to promote a healthier lifestyle. You can find us at ObjectiveOutcomesABA.com. Also, if you are seeking remote supervision and interested in the application of ABA in health, sports, and fitness, we offer supervision for unrestricted hours, monthly group supervision where you can meet others on the same track as you. You can find more at ObjectiveOutcomesABA.com. This is an ABA podcast with two BAs and And no no BS. This is two BAs on a pod. Okay, welcome back. Episode 20. Yes. Can't believe it. So that's like what, four, because basically four months of recording episodes? Yeah. (laughs) How many Fridays? How many Fridays are in a month? If there's four Fridays, because sometimes there's five Fridays in a month. Right. We're like four and a half in, which is awesome. Uh, it went by so fast. It really has. Our first one came out on April 1st. So it really has gone by fast. I was just checking right now. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited to continue. And we were looking at like the different countries that have been listening. And that's really exciting yes. to know that it's not just U.S. It's mostly U.S., like 95% U.S., but we do have some other countries listening. So that's like exciting for us no that's so cool it's an it's It's, an eo yeah and it's it's just like bizarre to think that like i don't know i feel like wherever you live you're it's it's like so small like the idea of the world is so small to you when you list like when you live in one place and then when i like where we see it like we see the map of the world so it's like you see the map of the world like laid out flat and then it's just mm-hmm. like highlighted like where and it's like once it's not just in the United States, it's like, wow, somebody in like England is listening to us. Like even though it's like four downloads, it's still like it's that's still so funny. wild. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So thanks. Thank you, guys. Even though we don't get any reviews. <laughs> I know. We still appreciate we still appreciate everyone listening. So yeah. episode 20 and we are not done. Not We're just getting started. Yes, for sure. <laughs> so we'll start with our EOAO and then go into our topic per usual. My EO. So I really want to go on a walk right now. It's like a really, the current EO. I was supposed to go on a walk earlier. So me and my son usually we go on a walk to the park. It's like a daily routine. And I, I just needed to get some fresh air and get my steps in. And my son gets his energy out. But today, before we went on our walk, my son pulled the fucking fire alarm. And <laughs> he pulled the fire can't. alarm. Oh, I cannot either. It in the whole complex was like beep, beep, like for 20 minutes <laughs> straight. It was you see so people evacuating. People were out coming out. Yeah. The, the neighbors course. were coming out. They're like, what's going on? I'm like, sorry, my son pulled the fire alarm. And uh, I called the police. The police didn't answer. I could not believe I called 911 and they did not answer the phone. Like That has th- happened to me before, too. Isn't that crazy? Wild. That What if I was getting attacked? Like, that's, right. 
that's wild to me. And maybe I don't know if it's because I'm in a, a big city, so there's so many people dialing nine one one. I don't know right. if it's like because they've been defunded. I don't know what's going well, true, on. Yeah, they're like fuck y'all, figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this happened to my husband as well because he he will call and report crimes all the time just so we can get some more patrol in our area. And yeah. he's like. I think they blocked my number because they don't answer my phone calls anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. So that happened. Uh, I had to wait for the fire department to come and they they turned off the fire alarm and then um, they went to go check like the whole fire system and the, the whole fire system is like not working. So that's that wasn't like a surprise to me because my whole fucking building is. It's a lemon. Like if you guys know what a lemon means, it means like you have a you buy a nice car and then like the engine's fucked. Like it's it's a piece of shit car, but it looks nice on the outside. Like this mm-hmm. apartment complex is a lemon. Like it we thought we totally got lucky when we got this apartment. It's in a great great neighborhood supposedly and lot lot of paths, a lot of parks nearby. But it's like falling apart. Like the stairs are like rotting. There's mold throughout the apartment complex. There's leaks, like leaks from showers and like even sewage leaks going into the underground parking. The security sucks. Yeah, it's it's falling apart. So the firefighter was like, "Um, you guys don't have any like real like fire security or like prevention or protection. And uh, I need to call the landlord to get this fixed. And of course, I gave the number and the landlord didn't answer. So mm-hmm. um, they put me on fire watch. Like, they like scolded me pretty much for, they scolded my son and I for like doing, for like having him um, pretty much p- doing the system by like p- pushing the right. fire thing down. So they're like, don't do that again. But now that we know that your fire system doesn't work, you guys are going to be on fire watch, which basically means I don't fucking know what that means. I have to fill out a log every 30 minutes and I, I'm sure no one's going to be checking, but. They just gave me like, oh, my God. Yeah. Every 30 minutes, every day, every day. day. Yeah. He said you and a neighbor can team up. But I I don't think they're really going to hold me accountable to it. But I think they have to do something in order when there is like no fire system in place. Like they have to have like a a manual fire check thing routine. I don't know. There's a whole list that they gave me to like go through like the like check it off like is this okay is this okay is this okay and then i like initial my name and like put like the time i checked it and that's supposed to be <laughs> like you don't have a life or a job I know, what but <laughs> i know so he's like well, you need to do this until the landlord will fix it which is going to be never um because the landlord oh, is like a le- yeah he's a legit slumlord so that's my eo i want to go on a walk but i couldn't <laughs> so that's what happened and that that like transitions into my ao um which is my landlord Ashley knows all about yeah. my landlord. <laughs> He's a piece of shit. Like this apartment, like I said, it's falling apart. And um, no, he's can, crazy. He's like, crazy. He's crazy. <laughs> he stole our <laughs> ring camera. Like, I don't yes. understand what the fuck that was about. But he, um, <laughs> my husband. has Yes. my So my husband's been documenting all of the stuff that he has not been doing. Like we don't have a working heater. Our plumbing oh isn't fully functional. Like there's mold in the bathroom because the plumbing is leaking. Uh, there's just like the list goes on. Like the electrical, the out, the electrical outlets don't work. Um, there's just like a so whole bad. plethora of fucked up shit in this apartment. So my husband started documenting everything like 
six months back, sending emails, kind of following the protocol that, you know, California guidelines gives us. We ended up calling um, billing and housing code safety, and they came out and did a document and citation. We got in contact with lawyers, and now we have like an open lawsuit against our landlord. And right. that served as a big AO to like leave my house because I'm so terrified to run into him because it's going to be so awkward. Because, oh, right, right. It's like, first of all, like he's stealing our stuff now. He stole our ring camera. I don't know why he did that. And then he doesn't so respond weird. to anything. Um, oh, yeah. He tried to evict us. He, he actually sent us eviction notice, like retaliation. So we're actually suing him to, for that too because he re- tried to retaliate us by trying to evict us. So he's making what? it really hot. Yes. He's making it really hostile to live here. And it just gives me a lot of like, angst to just leave the apartment like once i'm out the complex and like on the path or whatever i feel good like i'm fine i can walk to the park and whatever but once i come into the complex i'm just terrified right. to run into him so yeah it's that's a major ao and, al- and you also, have to live there right yeah i have to live here like i'm well the fact is i we have to live here with the lawsuit because we, right. we're gonna sue we're gonna sue his ass like we want all of our money back for rent that we've been paying him because he hasn't been he hasn't been providing his end of the deal like we are renting this two bedroom two bath apartment and one one bath is like not functional and the other bath is like leaking every time we take a shower right right so it's the lawyers want us to live here until the lawsuit is either like settled or he comes to like an agreement or i don't fucking know but we're staying here until that whole situation clears up um my god yeah, and then also <laughs> Ashley knows about the the drama with the neighbor. My oh husband my and the neighbor were fucking um, fighting over a parking lot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he, the neighbor tried attacking this my husband. So with a, crazy! It's crazy. Like it's a drama. But <laughs> the neighbor tried attacking my husband with a fucking knife, and um, that happened like last week, and that was crazy. So that's another AO to like just be out in the complex because we don't want to run into this crazy neighbor over this parking lot. So it's just been, it's been stressful. (laughs) It's been stressful, like getting to my car, getting out. Luckily, we're like the first apartment to the the front of the building. So it's pretty, I don't have to like walk past anybody's apartments. But if I want to go to the garage to my car, then I do. It's like a community, you know, setting. So I can just walk into any neighbor there or the landlord. He picks up rent right down in the um, garage. So yeah, oh, a, you like have to? Do you have to pay him directly? Like, do you go to him? No, and we hand have. Him the we check? have a drop off. We have a drop off, so it's in the garage. But he he'll like go in the garage to pick it up. So there's like a little mail drop off part for him to oh. to pick it up. So there's no. Luckily, there's no like face to face interaction. But right, he can. Oh he, he's here like uh, once a week, sometimes twice a week. Um, either right. like picking up the rent or just like i don't know i really don't know what he oh yeah he goes to the laundry and gets the quarters out of the laundry and right that's all he does he doesn't do any maintenance so he's not here oh long God. that's so yeah. crazy the yeah. <laughs> the thing the reason i'm laughing because like obviously like it i don't think it's funny that alex's husband is getting attacked like especially with no. weapons but the yes. video <laughs> it's like your yeah, husband just has the most composure I've ever like heard yeah, from laughing. anybody. Like he's like just like you're attacking me with a knife. Yeah. Like just so like <laughs> like 
like just trying to make sure everything's documented in the video and then when your yes. like landlord was stealing the fucking ring light he's like yes. you're stealing our property like <laughs> the guy is just like stealing it like it's yes. just it was just so funny like the <laughs> the video yes so that's I why know. i'm laughing i'm not laughing that he got attacked that's not cool but no he didn't <laughs> get saw yeah. the videos <laughs> he didn't attack him like he didn't like make contact he threw like the sheet no, yeah. so like then it was like a big hunter's knife it was like a real it wasn't like a kitchen oh, knife. i couldn't it tell it was a oh really big yeah so it was like in a sheath so it was like in a cover yeah. i guess and he pulls it out of the cover like a fucking samurai and like had like <laughs> <laughs> this, psycho. Neighbor's, this neighbor's unhinged so my husband is actually feeling a lot of anxiety like he tried he tried to play it like really com- like composed and like right i can tell but he you know he told me like he's the same way like he just wants to get he parks his truck in the garage and he tries to get in the house as fast as possible because he doesn't want to run into Poor anybody because it's yeah. just awkward too like and he doesn't know if this guy is gonna like secretly attack him or whatever so right it's you know, but he threw the, the the sheath at my husband. So he had the knife out and then he just threw the the thing at my husband and it didn't hurt him or anything. And we called the police and then the police came and they actually detained my, oh my husband God. and the neighbor because they wanted to like work it out, like make sure everyone's story was straight. And they ended up ultimately ended up letting them both go. And my husband was like, what the fuck? You're not going to charge this guy. He tried to attack yeah. me with a knife, but all we got was like a temporary restraining order. So it's literally like a fucking like drama. I don't know. <laughs> we need, we need like reality TV show here. It's crazy. It's, I love it. It's not love it, but it's just it's just so like it just feels like another life. Like it, like what it you were does. saying on your story that day that this is the type yeah. of stuff that makes you feel like you're in like a simulation or something because yeah. you're like, yes. what the fuck is this? It feels like a simulation. Oh my god! Like, someone just fucking with our game right now. They're just like bored. Like oh, we'll just add this unhinged neighbor and this right this unhinged landlord and yeah, oh my it's, god. it's crazy, but. So those are my EOS and my EOS. <laughs> They're pretty strong. I love but, it. Yeah. Yes. Mine aren't as like exciting. <laughs> Mine are kind of boring. <laughs> um, my AO is just like a, sati- a satiation, sorry, on studying. Like I just feel so satiated with like the behavior of studying that I don't want to anymore. And I have to like really drag myself to do it and make sure that my like w- environment is like set up for success because i don't know i just am like so fucking over it but it's i'm hoping it's almost over and i don't have to do this anymore um because it just feels like i've been studying for my entire life and i'm just over it um but it's just part of it have you had any (laughs) moments where you're like oh i get this finally or do you just feel like it's the same material no i'm having that now because i like i feel like independent and dependent variables i would commonly like mix up which is like a a simple Mm -hmm. thing but i would like if i read a question fast like i would like mix them up but very often and now i feel myself stronger in that um and i'm really taking time to go into experimental design because that is where i did the weakest um Mm -hmm. so i'm starting to feel like i'm understanding it better like with watching um the behavior analyst supervisor videos Mm -hmm. um just i guess like the way he explains it it's just very simple and to the point. I also follow this guy on YouTube called like ABA core or something. I will put him in yes. the show notes. Cause I, yes. but hit, okay. You know who he is. I he's just like love total, watching him. Yes. He's like his, his humor is dry. 
Yes. And everything uh-huh. is under a minute. Like he never does yes. a video more than a minute. And it's just like, I get it. Like I watch him and mm-hmm. I'm like, I get it. Like I get it now. Yep. Um, so yeah, super simple, just straight to it. Like this is what it is. And there's no simpler way to explain it. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll put him and I'll put the behavior analyst supervisor in our show notes today, but um, I'm even getting satiated on that. I feel like I, when I yeah. went back to studying, I was just like, oh, okay. Like I feel motivated again. I feel like I'm doing something different. I feel like I'm doing something that's working, but now I'm kind of just like, I'm just satiated because I do it every yeah. single day. Um, except for Sundays, I don't do anything on Sunday, but then like yesterday I didn't have work and I studied for like an hour, but then I just like found myself getting like distracted with shit and like not wanting to do it. And I was like, damn, I'm starting to feel like I need more breaks. So I don't know if I'm just like doing it too long or it's just like the end. So I feel like maybe that's just right. what it is. I don't know, but I'm just fucking over it. So it's just an AO because it's just extreme satiation. Yeah, no- definitely. It's like overload yeah. at ABA when you're studying for the exam. It's everything yeah. that it's like you think about it, you dream about it, you live it. It's just until the that right. exam, and then it's you can kind of no. Go back it's to true. Normalcy. Like mm-hmm. I've had dreams, and I have very yeah. very vivid dreams. Like I've always had very vivid dreams. Like I feel like there's times I have to wake up, and it takes me like it feels like an hour, but it's probably like a minute. But I like think it happens. Like bad dreams too like I've dreamt mm-hmm. like siblings dying and I wake up like actively crying oh like that's how vivid my dreams are but I'm dreaming about this like lectures happening right. I'm dreaming of myself writing notes oh and I goodness. see it like I was dreaming of myself doing like S deltas and SDs and um S delta P's and SDPs and all like I was just like I literally was <laughs> dreaming of myself like writing it on these fucking index cards and I woke up and I was like just thinking about it's it instantly so, so I was just like oh my god I literally I'm so tired of studying for this test. If I don't pass it again, I'm going to fucking light my hair on fire. I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just going to lose my fucking mind. Um, so that's my AO. My EO is that I feel like I want to, um, well, not feel like I want to. I ordered like some books because I just want to start like changing my night routine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just feel like it's hard for me to wake up because I'm, I'm like waking up. I'm going to start working out like before I go to work when Mm -hmm. I start teaching again because I just know myself and I'm not going to do it in the afternoon. But for that, like I have to be at the gym at five. So like I'm gradually like waking up earlier and earlier every few Mm -hmm. days to like get used to it before I start doing it. Um, But like I'm just struggling so bad. But I'm like because it's like I'm just on my phone until the Mm -hmm. minute I fall asleep. I'm sleeping with my phone next to me. Um, I just get the worst sleep too when I'm at my dad's house. Like I wake up all night long I don't do that that much when I sleep at Anthony's but he's not here mm-hmm. so I just wake up from like my sister's on the phone with her boyfriend and we have to keep our doors open because the cat goes in between the doors yes, and it's not like she starts scratching the meowing, door so I have to yes. keep that open so then like mm-hmm. her talking to her boyfriend on the phone might wake me up or her like walking to the bathroom I'm a very light sleeper um right. like just so many things like I just sleep like shit here so I'm like I just need to like change everything I'm doing mm-hmm. so I just ordered ordered like some books because I want to like read for 30 minutes before I go to bed and just like change that around so I just like I feel like that's an EO I guess because I'm just like getting all the things to prepare to do that I don't know if that would technically be an EO but (laughs) yeah no yeah I mean once you get the books especially too it's going to be EO to like actually do the routine so Right. Because I, I, I think it's I have all of I have all of my stuff like when I moved to here with my dad 
Mm-hmm. Anthony and I were like looking for apartments because we tried to buy a house here and the market was just crazy. So we were like, it's all right, we're only going to be here for like one or two years. Like Miami is not a place to invest. Like I'm talking mm-hmm. like people offer hundreds of thousands of dollars Over. above appraisal, yep. appraisal. So like they're paying closing costs, down payment. Mm-hmm. And like I'm talking 200, 300,000 cash. Like it's yep. fucking crazy here. And we don't live mm-hmm. in like Miami Beach. Like we live in fucking Kendall. Like we live in the out like outer suburbs. Like it's not that crazy, mm-hmm. but whatever. So we just were like trying to move out. So when I moved here, a lot of my stuff, like Alex can see behind me, like my clothes are on a rack because my closet mm-hmm. is completely full with all of the stuff that we had purchased because last Christmas and the Christmas before all we asked for was things for us for when we lived together. So I have pots and pans in there. I have fucking a comforter. I have, I have everything. Like I have everything in that closet and I have like a lot of my stuff, like my, all of my books, all of like clothes that I would wear, like nicer clothes. Like if we were going to go out or go to like a party or something, like I have like so many things just still packed away. So like, I don't have a book at all. It's like, I literally love to read and I just don't even have one out. Because right. they're all in there. there. So I needed to order them. Because that's like an AO to have to like unpack all of my shit. Yes. To like have my stuff. So I had to mm-hmm. like buy them. But yeah. yeah. I know my, my <laughs> sleep too. Honestly, I feel the same way. I found this guy named he's Mr. Ballin, I think. Mr. Ballin. He's like a, the best storyteller ever. Like I recommend oh, him. Really? If you, he, yeah, on YouTube. I watch him on Facebook. But I'm pretty sure on YouTube. He tells like creepy stories. Have you heard of uh, Missing 411? It's like, no. um, oh my goodness. I got into it with this guy. It's about all the missing <laughs> people from like forest, from like North America, North America, like forest and like Canada or Canada. And yeah. um, it's, it's just like all these stories of like kids going missing or hearing things in the forest oh. or people that vanish. Like it's just, or there's I also love haunting stuff like that though. I love it so much. There was, I listened to the story last night about like a seance and the Ouija board and there was an actual <laughs> fucking guy living in their walls. So they thought it oh was my God. from the Ouija, they thought it was from a seance and they thought they like some demon was like, um, like tor- like terrorizing them but it was actually a real yeah. person it was like a fucking scooby-doo episode it was actually oh my God. a real person <laughs> yes it was have so you watched crazy. the boy Mm-mm, no the, i haven't oh it's a movie and it's like oh, that you'd probably like love that. it <laughs> yeah I saw, I saw the in the comments they were saying it, it reminds me of the boy yeah so i actually yeah. i haven't they, I'm, the connection was there in the comments but yeah i've been like addicted to his videos and it totally disrupts my sleep because i actually i get anxiety listening but i love scary. being scared so much i love Me being too. scared so it gives you anxiety listening to it because like he tells the story so fucking good and then i just want to read the comments so i'm like up at night yeah. listening to his stuff and reading the comments and then listening to another story so i understand like we should right. be off our phones if we want good sleep at least yeah. an hour before because it really does affect it bad. Like it affects it majorly. So I, I agree like having a book or journaling or something like that. I recommend that to my clients. Yeah, yeah. I need to do it myself. Okay guys. So our topic today is like controversial in itself. So we're not going to do a statement for it. We're just going to like jump into it. So we're going to be talking about like eating habits or e- eating behaviors Something like that will be in the title so you guys will see. But we chose to talk about this because 
Alex and I like really get frustrated by people saying it's too expensive to like be healthy or that it's just not obtainable if you're from a certain socioeconomic class. And before like I feel like before we talk, I do want to make a disclaimer that like we're fully aware that the marketing and everything towards lower socioeconomic class citizens is obviously towards the McDonald's and the soda and the cigarettes and the fucking drugs and all of that shit. Like um, we're not like saying that that is not easily accessible and that's not marketed more towards that community, but it's not impossible to be healthy when being on a strict budget. And we want to talk about that and kind of just like how we've ate in our life and how it's changed when we've been poor and when we've been financially stable, I guess you could say. Um, And just like how we were taught to eat and how we eat now. Exactly. Well, here's the controversial statement. If you want to lose weight, it's actually cheaper because you eat less. Like, right. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the truth. Like if you want to lose weight, that means you're going to be eating less. So I don't understand how eating less would equate spending more money. So this this is the thing too, like defining what is healthy and what is unhealthy. Like it can be very objective. We can objectively say fruits, vegetables is objectively healthier than fucking ho-hos and ding-dongs. Like objectively right. nutrition facts. Obvious. Obvious. <laughs> obvious. Yeah. But Data. I, 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 yeah. And, but I understand the whole like psychology, which is, you know, it's, um, it's being perpetuated by like body positivity or the intuitive eating people saying like, well, if it's, it's healthy to accept that you want a ho-ho and be okay with it and not punish yourself for eating the ho-ho. And maybe, maybe it is like better, like psychologically to understand like you don't have to restrict yourself or if you're like coming from a background where you used to binge on the fucking ding-dongs and then purge, like, okay, I understand yeah. the psychology of, of that part, but right. objectively, as far as feeding your body, your body and in, in nutrient-wise and uh, calorie-wise, that is, that's non-debatable. I don't, I really don't care. Like, I will say that all day, every day. Yeah. Healthier foods, there are such things as healthier foods. And I know that in itself, it's controversial because people are like, well, we need to stop demonizing foods and we got to stop using the term junk foods or we need to stop using the fir- the uh, term clean eating clean foods but the truth <laughs> is th- that is a thing foods are healthier and you- i think everybody should have informed consent when they make these choices on what they're putting in their body i'm not right. saying you can never eat cake you can never eat ice cream right. like, obviously that's not sustainable and that's not going to um, keep you healthy for the long run because you're going to have times where you're going to want to eat the cake, want to have a glass of wine or a shot of whiskey, whatever your vice is. And that's okay. That's totally fine because, um, you know, actually there's this, um, there's studies on groups of um, communities. I forget exactly which group it was, but there was a study done and um, these people are objectively healthier. They live longer lives and they live like better quality lives. And something they have in common is that they drink, I think, uh, on average, one glass of wine or one glass of alcohol per day. Right. And it's not the fact that the wine or the liquor is healthy, but it's the fact that they do it as a community and they're able to bond with their loved ones. And that is important, too. So there's so many other facets of health and 
I understand that, but we just need to understand like overindulging is not good. It's not healthy. No, for sure. And I think it's just our society as a whole today just gets very offended by anything um, that is not what they want. Like that's genuinely what it is because I come from having binge eating disorder and having Mm -hmm. gained 30 pounds in less than a year from Mm -hmm. binge eating. And I can tell you 100%, I was not binging on healthy food. I was not healthy and I was overweight and being overweight is not healthy either. And I know I'm not a doctor. I know I'm not a nutritionist. I'm not like a cardiovascular specialist, anything like that. But, you know, if you research on your own, we're able to obtain information and being overweight and obese, mm-hmm. like puts you at risk for diabetes, cardiovascular disease, hypertension, stroke, mm-hmm. like those things are like undeniable, like what we're saying. Yep. So, and when it comes to making healthier choices, it's not going to break the bank. Like I found somebody on Mm -hmm. TikTok. I'll try to find her because I sent it to Alex. Like she does Dollar Tree grocery Mm -hmm. hauls and shows you ways that you can be your healthiest and feed your family and still enjoy the food you're eating. She has a mix. Mm -hmm. She buys some snacks and stuff. Um, But she does it from the Dollar Tree to prove that it's doable. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel like there really is no, because I have... I never was like, I'm fortunate enough to say that I was never that um, broke as a child to have to grocery shop at the Dollar Tree. But I did know a lot of people that were and they weren't getting the things that she got. They were getting like the frozen chicken fried steak Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. like a bag of hot fries. And like that is if there's frozen vegetables at the Dollar Tree, like why can't you buy frozen vegetables at the Dollar Tree? (laughs) Like that just doesn't make any sense. Like how is it unobtainable if it's literally there? You're making the choice in that moment. Um, yep. to choose the unhealthier option. Yeah, I, I seen this this real. I sent it to you, Ashley, of the mm-hmm. this girl, the lady that was talking about like um, pretty much opposite what we're saying and how it's um, yeah. oppressive. That I guess that we're, we're right. making these claims that you can eat healthy and why we shouldn't do that. And she was going on a tangent about um, some people don't have cell phones and how they get access to the internet for recipes and and it was just like the list goes on and if we go down that rabbit hole of like who's more privileged privileged or who's less privileged and you know some people don't have cell phones some people don't have um able to access the internet to look at recipes and it's just like at what point do we say we need to stop drawing like we need to draw a line like no it stops here like we can't go down that hole because we're never gonna find solution like everybody's so afraid to say what's the truth because they're afraid of offending people. But when you're doing that, everybody else is not getting the right information and it's only condoning those bad behaviors and just making their health worse because they're saying, oh, well, I'm just going to eat my overly processed dinners and eat my fast food because, you know, this intuitive eating person is saying that it's okay. And I listen to my intuition. I'm able to eat this because it's what my body's telling me to eat. But it's not true. Like we, we need to spread the information that there's better options for you. And the um, one thing too I want to say is my my family, we were pretty poor and I had shopped at the 99 cent store. And 
one thing about my family is my dad and my mom, they always had their pack of cigarettes in their 40s. Shit, so, for real, me you know, too. Like, they always afforded <laughs> yep. those two things. And it wasn't like they ever had to, like, never, like, go without that. So if they if they were able to come up with the means for their pack of cigarettes and their, and their beer, they could have came up with the means to buy us healthier options, which is not even any different from what they were feeding us. Instead of soda, we could drink water. You know, it's right. instead of having loads of whatever, like big ass portions of rice and beans and stuff like that, we could have had big ass portions of salads and broccoli. And it's just making those alternatives and it doesn't really cost that much. And she's going to the same store. My mom would go to the grocery store instead of buying those things. We buy the other things that, um, you know, right. is affordable. It's really cheap to go to the produce aisle. I mean, you can buy a lot of vegetables for like under $20, like you can buy a whole bunch of broccoli, whole bunch of spinach, and that's great. Mm-hmm. Like volume food, you can um, you can make a lot of different things with it. You can saute it. Right. Like there's so many different options, but I just don't think the message is being spread right now that um, it's it's realistic. But it really is. If you're making those stops to the grocery stores, you can just go over and buy the fresh produce. Right. I think it really just comes down to what people do and don't want to do. And people Mm -hmm. would rather make an excuse than literally say the blunt truth of I don't want to be healthy because that is what it is. And or I don't want to be unhealthy Mm -hmm. Um, because I feel like people are afraid to even say, like, I'm choosing a healthier lifestyle. I live Mm -hmm. a healthy lifestyle because they don't want to offend people that aren't when Mm -hmm. the reality is, if you wanted to, you could like that whole thing about the recipes, like if you look at the fucking frozen vegetable bag, it literally tells you three different ways how to cook it. Right. Stovetop, yep. mm-hmm. microwave, or something else, or maybe two, right. maybe two ways. And right. okay, does it tell you exactly what fucking seasonings to put? But come on, like, are you, we're not fucking stupid. Like, you don't, right. you know how to season fucking fried chicken. You're going to tell me you can't season some carrots. Like, what do you like? Like, what flavor do you like? Try it. Try it without right. any seasoning on it. What do you think would make it taste good? Like, you can season mm-hmm. vegetables with anything, with what you can season anything else, or chicken breasts instead of fried chicken, or like leaner red meats. Cause I know I am vegan, but I'm not going to sit here and say, like oh you're unhealthy if you're eating meat no but like what kind of meat are you eating how are you cooking it you could be vegan and be unhealthy too you could be paleo pescatarian whatever the fuck however you eat you could do it in an unhealthy way but if you don't want to you won't if you want to you will because i made Mm -hmm. a complete like my sister and i are the only people in our entire family that are vegan both of our Mm -hmm. boyfriends aren't vegan both of our boyfriend's families have nobody who's vegan we eat completely different than everybody who is close to us we are the only people that eat similar to one another we had to figure out how to do it how to do it in a healthy way where we were getting all of our vitamins and our nutrients and all of that we had to figure out how to cook that way because we didn't know how we had to figure out how all of it but we wanted to do it so we did it because and that's matching law if you want to do something you will fucking do it that applies to everything in life no one told me how to go to college no one in my immediate family went to college before me nobody my mom was a fucking high school dropout at that Mm -hmm. which is fine like i'm not judging her for it but i wanted to go to college so what did i do i fucking figured it out and the same thing with food it's with everything so i just think that's such a like an excuse and i just get so like passionate and angry about it because i feel like Mm -hmm. our society is just doing this shift to making excuses for being fucking lazy and i hate it like i hate it like i hate it more than anything it's just it gets me so mad and I, and I think I like being healthy 
it's, I mean, lose, losing weight is moving more, eating less. Like that's pretty simple. The formula, everyone knows the formula. It's not, and no not under price. eating. Like I'm not yeah. saying be anorexic. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's not under eating. Just you overeat processed foods. There's literally studies that show it. Like you, mm-hmm. you overeat yep. because you don't get satisfied with the nutrients you need. You could be obese and literally be deficient in all of your like vitamins. Yep. what that's crazy yep Yep, exactly and it but i want to see that it's not it's not easy in a sense of changing your behaviors changing behaviors is hard so i think we need to also also you know validate that like even for me someone who's gone through diets gone through cuts and bulks and all that stuff even when i want to lose weight when i want to go on a cut it's it's hard and it's uncomfortable because losing weight is uncomfortable because all of my biological like sensors are going off like you need to fucking eat because you are running out of fuel here like you know you need to eat like that's what my my intuition is telling me to eat but i know like i need to stay on this couch if i want to lose weight so it is going to be uncomfortable and changing behaviors to do it in a way that's sustainable is really fucking hard especially if you come from a long learning history of eating a certain way and this is when it comes down to like if you're if you're eating in a if you have a dysfunctional relationship with food or um just a dysfunctional way of eating like let's say you eat because you're stressed or you eat because you're bored or you eat whatever because you're sad that is clearly dysfunctional and you need to find appropriate replacement behavior and figure that out and why, like, what is the main cause of those behaviors? But it's it's doable. It's not impossible. It's Anybody right. can do it, but I don't want to say, like, oh, it's just easy. Like, I understand saying eating less, moving more is not helpful at all. It's like telling, you know, it's, it's like telling someone who's broke, just you just make more money. Yeah. Like there's no there's no. no formula. There's no formula. So I understand we do need a formula and we need like some ways to like help you understand how you can do it. And honestly, and I know this is like Whole Foods is controversial because it's privileged, which I don't understand. Literally, Whole Foods is like all we ate, like our ancestors, like there was no processed food until I think the 50s when the microwave came out or the 40s or the right. 50s. So it wasn't, it's been less than 100 years since we've been eating overly processed food. So it's it's not that privileged to say eat whole foods, but I think it's um, when you make that switch to eat mostly whole foods, you're not going to have that over palatable and it's like so easy to overconsume junk food. Just try it on yourself. Like you don't even need a study. Use yourself as a control. Go a mm-hmm. day eating whole foods and then go a day eating overly processed foods and track your calories. When you're eating whole foods, you are sustained and satiated so much longer than when you eat junk crap processed food because it is designed that way. It is genetically designed to be hyper palatable. So those chips melt in your mouth. Those foods melt in your mouth. It's so easy just to overconsume and binge on those things. So that is always right. my tip. Like, just try switching to whole foods. Try eating more protein. You would be surprised how many clients I've had where I have them take baseline of their macronutrients and they are grossly under consuming protein. And once you start increasing that protein, you will be satiated yeah. a lot longer. Same thing with fats. I know in the, um, I think it was at the 90s when there was like an anti-fat, like 
they thought like fat was the the devil, the demon, and then then I know it was carbs yeah. after that. So I know there's all this hysteria on like eating too many fats or eating too many carbs, but fats and protein are essential macro essential macronutrients. You cannot live without fats or protein. A lot of people are under consuming both and over consuming carbs. So right. carbs, I don't know if you're you, like bread, chips, I mean, pasta, yeah. rice, all that types of food. When you over consume carbs, um, it's the, the, that fuel is burned a lot faster. So you tend to get hungrier a lot quicker. So if you just kind of switch your focus on whole foods, make sure that you're eating enough protein, enough fats, I think that is really going to help. And it's not going to cost you that much more. I mean, maybe you'll even be saving money because you're not ordering out, um, ordering fast right. food, you can buy a good meal for like 10 bucks. And if you're not vegan, like actually chicken, chicken thighs is like $5 for a fucking, I don't know, a pound chicken thighs, right. which has good protein and fats. You can put it with some salad or rice or whatever. And you're, that's a meal, five bucks, six bucks. It's yeah. really not that, um, not that expensive. And, the, the thing, too, is, like, there's a hierarchy when it comes to what you're buying. Like, you, if you're broke, don't get organic. You don't need it. Just buy regular. Yeah. Don't, get, don't get free range. Don't get, um, uh, what is it, uh, grass-fed, grass-finished. Like, that is, like, if you have the money for it, then you can get it. But you'll be fine if you just buy lean ground beef or just regular chicken. So that's right. okay, too. That's better than going and buying the Big Mac. No, it for sure is. And like going back to like behavior change is hard. Like mm -hmm. you should start off slow. Like I did the same mm -hmm. thing becoming vegan. Like I was, I didn't like wake up one day and say, okay, okay. well I did. I woke up one day and I said, I want to be vegan, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, I thought about it for actually years before I made the change. So that was already mm -hmm. in my mind. But then when I did it, and I, I think I did have an upper hand because I, I did look at it behaviorally. I didn't just look yep. at it as like, oh, I'm going to stop eating meat and I'm going to stop eating mm -hmm. animal products. I looked at it the way that you're talking about. And I said, okay, I've been eating this way for 20 something years of my life. Mm -hmm. What do I eat right now that I'm used to? What don't I eat that I would need to start eating? Um, and what's going to be different? And I faded it out. I started by just cutting out all meat products because at that point I was already only eating chicken and turkey anyway. So that wasn't hard for me. Then six months later, I took out dairy because I was still eating cheese. And then and now I've been fully vegan for an entire year. But I didn't kick myself in the ass for that. And I, I didn't even openly tell people that because some people can be kind of judgmental. Like, oh, you claim mm -hmm. that you're plant-based, but you still eat this and you still eat that. But I did that right. for a reason because if I didn't do it that way, I would have failed. I yeah. know I would have. Um, and I've never, doing it that way, have intentionally eaten animal products. I've done it on accident and it's it made me feel like shit. Like I accidentally ate dairy like twice in the past few months and it was like, I was, I was going to, I thought Aww. I was going to die. Now I know what it's like to be lactose intolerant and oh my God, like right. so bad, but yeah, like really bad. I think, like, we, it, I think most of us are lactose intolerant, but we don't give a fuck. <laughs> right. For real, which uh, don't even get me started on the dairy industry because I can go on and on. But, but, um, uh, what I also did when I did that was I was like, okay, if I'm going to crave steak, why am I craving that? And I think that's another right. thing that we look at as behavior analysts. I can't 
feel something or see a behavior and not automatically think, but why, why, why is that happening? So when I first transitioned, I wasn't eating correctly yet. I wasn't eating because there's certain combinations of foods and there's certain plant-based foods on themselves Mm -hmm. that are um, complete proteins, which is um, to be a complete protein. It basically has like all the nutrients that like animal based protein has. Um, And I didn't know that. I didn't know. I didn't know that yet. So Mm -hmm. I, um, there was times where I was eating and I was like, God, I really just like, I'm dying for some chicken right now. I'm dying mm-hmm. for steak. And I wasn't, you, yeah. yeah. And, but then I was mm-hmm. like, okay, but why am I craving that? I could easily mm-hmm. just go eat the steak. Right. Which I hadn't even been eating red meat at that point for years anyway. So like, and iron. So iron, it's like, yeah. I was doing that research of like, okay, if I'm starting to crave this, mm-hmm. why? And I was seeing, okay, mm-hmm. I need, I need vitamin K. I need vitamin D. I need iron. I need potassium. Mm-hmm. I need calcium. Like I would look up why my body was craving that. And I slowly mm-hmm. started changing my diet. I started planning my meals. I was like, okay, I can't just intuitively eat yet because I don't know how yep. to eat this way. So exactly. it did take work. Like that was yep. work, but because I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. I never complained about it. I never felt like it was too hard. I never felt like it was impossible. I just gave myself grace and I fucking did it because I wanted to do it. And now I've been vegan for a year. I have the best blood work I've ever seen in my life. I've literally reversed an iron disorder I have. um, And that just worked for me. And I think you can do all those things with changing your eating habits, whether you eat meat or not, depending on you. And you can talk about that with your doctor if you want to become plant-based. But it's just like, it's not impossible. And I I hate when people say things are impossible because they just don't want it bad enough. Just tell the truth. Like, I just, I don't like that. I don't, I can't like get past that. that. I just can't. Yeah. But the thing with being, with being vegan, um, it has the same fail rate as any diet. And that is because people choose veganism as a diet, which it's not. I mean, Ashley, you can probably contest to that. Like it's not, it's not a diet. It's a way of life. And the people from from what I've read, being the people that stay vegan are, they stay that way because their values are for the animals. Like they have more of a moral, it's a moral value of why they're eating that way versus the people that go vegan to like lose weight, for example, which was like me. Like yeah. I told, I told Ashley I did vegan yeah. for like a month, and it did, it wasn't sustainable for me because I wasn't in it for the right reason. I really I wasn't in it because right. I didn't want to hurt animals, or I was I was this compassionate, empathetic person towards animals. Right. Like I was doing it because I thought it was a way to lose weight. So I think right. making that distinction too of like if you want to go vegan, having that that reason behind it is going to really ultimately. D- be the determinant if you're gonna last or not because there's other ways to eat healthier and not have no, to for sure meat and dairy so that's something that you need to decide on your own like am I gonna go vegan because I have this moral value that I don't want to harm animals right. and this is my, I'm empathetic towards them like if that's your reason then you're more likely to sustain that lifestyle a lot longer for sure I did pescatarian for a year and I did it because my roommate at the time was pescatarian and what do we watch? We watch some fucking vegan propaganda. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't on Netflix. It was like in mm-hmm. 2000. Uh, oh, was it the McDonald's one? Oh, what was that? Super Size Me? Oh, Super Size Me, the, yeah. I was that, that vegan I, propaganda though? Like, I feel like that was more like just against like fast food. There's a lot of them, which I will say, like, those are, those are rough. But I do, I do feel like 
you should know where the fuck your food's coming from. I'm sorry. I, like I, I listen, I get it. It's hard to watch because, I, but I make myself watch those because that's how I became educated. And I, it's hard. Like even like Anthony, like he, he watches it, but he like, it fucks him up. Like he'll be vegan for a couple of days because he's like, yeah, fuck. Exactly. That and he mean. actually, he only purchases his meat products directly from farmers. Like he buys it online for that See reason. That, like butcher box. It's expensive like though. Like I'm not that's fucking like, it's not even just like butcher box. Like he found the shit like off the grid. I was like, I don't even know where the fuck you found that, but no. it's, it's bad. And I feel like it's a yeah. reality that that's not talked about because it's scary and it's sad and it's fucking honestly just disgusting as fuck when you realize that where your what your fucking food is being processed in it's gross with factory farming this is a whole fucking another debate we can get into but right with, with factory farming it's fucking disgusting but what what are the other options we have to get out this food to people in those lower socioeconomic classes that we speak of in a way that is affordable because eating grass-fed, grass-finished, straight from the farmer, free-range eggs, free-range chicken, like having that food does cost more organic. No, it is. It's all crazy. That, no pesticides, all that stuff. It does cost more because I know that because I, tr- I try to buy my food that way. So the, the thing with factory farming and having all these poor animals stuffed in these cages and, you know, we've all seen the videos. That's the only way that it's going to be affordable. And I know this is debated and regenerative farming. No, it's farming true, though. There's, it's- there's so many. But the, I mean, at the end of the day, this is how lower, you know, income status families are going to be able to put chicken or put their steak for their families and feed their families. Because, um, you know, me as fucked up as it's came or how it was raised meat is very nutriently dense um it has proteins it has because it's what we've been eating since we were evolved we like it is thought it is thought that humans evolved and we have the capacity our, our brain capacity because we started eating cooked meat um that's like a theory at least so i mean there is there is a lot of um nutrients single-handedly you can eat just a fucking steak for the rest of your life and you're not going to die of deficiencies because it has all of the all of the nutrients that you would need to sustain life. Now, is your life going to be good? I don't fucking know. Some people yeah, claim the carnival. <laughs> yeah, I don't fucking know if your life's yeah. going to be good. But you're not going to die. If you were on a fucking island and all you had was water and steak, you'll probably live longer than if all you had was water and bread because oh, carbs, for sure, yeah. carbs. You know what I mean? So, right. I mean, there's, there, it goes back and forth. Like it's a debate. So I understand, <laughs> but that's, but that's the thing when I'm, we're talking to people that right. don't have the money to afford the organic, the grass fed, the free range right. or go, or even vegan, because I'm sure it's, I don't know. I don't know um, if you supplement Ashley or how do you get all your nutrients? You just, is it mostly from whole foods? Yeah. So I like literally 90 to 95% of my diet is I eat whole vegetables, beans, grains, legumes. Um, That might sound boring to some people. I genuinely love the way that I eat. And I think it's just because when you make that full change, whether it's plant-based, whether it's whole foods, whatever the fuck it is, you're going to stop craving. Now, trust me, I crave snacks. Like I was a binge eater and I binge ate snacks. I didn't binge eat meals. I love my snacks. I love having a little sweet treat. I, that's why I'm saying like 90 to 95% of my diet is whole foods. I do have snacks, but I don't crave them the way that I used to because I crave asparagus. I crave beans and rice. I crave lentil soup. Like, and that stuff sounds boring to people. I 
I know Mercy will be like, bitch, you eat like a rabbit. Like you eat so fucking healthy. And I'm like, I just, that's just how I eat. The thought of putting right. fast food in my body literally makes me cringe. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's, I wasn't always like this. Like I really wasn't. Mm-hmm. It took a lot of time. I used to eat fucking McDonald's every day. Like, trust me, I get it. But, um, the only thing I do have to supplement is I was low on B12. So I have a vegan B12 supplement. I take it. I take it every other day because honestly, sometimes I forget. Um, but everything else I'm fine on. And B12 is the most common because it's just it's so easy to get from animal products. Like it literally I don't even honestly know what the vegan where they extract it from. We try Anthony and I looked it up and it's from my understanding, I could be saying this wrong, but it's extracted from the pneumonia virus. Like there's something in the pneumonia virus that can give us B12. Like that was the basic what, what I understood. Cause it was a lot of like big science words. That I did not understand. Cause I was like, he was like, wait, but are they like extracting this from animals? And then just saying it's vegan. I was like, I don't know. Like, let's check because I don't want to take that. And I will like ask my doctor what I can do. Um, so whatever, that's the only thing that I had to supplement, which that might, I feel like some people say like, Oh, well, if you have to supplement, then why are you eating like that? And it's like, right. Shut it's the fuck up because yeah. you could be eating what we're saying right now. You can be eating meat and you might be fucking deficient because you're eating canes and fucking Zaxby's every day. So exactly. I feel like you like I don't believe I am unhealthy because I need to take a B12 supplement. There's people that take multivitamins every fucking day, especially as, as you get older. Should. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like we are not getting all of our nutrients. Like not everybody is perfect. So to me, I f- like I said, I'm the healthiest that I've ever been. I trust my doctor. I made sure with my doctor that everything was good. Like, is this like, I've been doing this for over a year now. I've been a vegan full time, like for a year, I've been plant-based for almost two years. Like, and is what I'm doing correct? And I was told yes. So I feel fine. That might not be you though. And again, like what Alex said, like a huge thing that does keep me vegan is I chose to become vegan for the animals. I didn't choose to become vegan because of my iron problem. I had that for years before. It was mainly because of the animals and it still is. And I think when you choose to become vegan, like my whole life is vegan. I try to buy vegan clothes. I buy vegan makeup, vegan skin products. My shampoo and conditioner is vegan. I stopped shopping at fucking Bath and Body Works because not all of their products are cruelty free. Like I've had to cut out a lot of things that I loved and I let myself mourn those things because I was, I had to give them up and I didn't feel guilty for feeling sad. I love Bath and Body Works. Like this is the first season I'm actually not fucking buying candles, (laughs) but it's okay. Like it's not the end of the world, you know? They do. They do. Um, But I just like when your why is strong, no matter what it is, you will do what you set out to do. For me, it was the animals. So I was like, I know this is not something I can give up. I can tell you right now, if I had to for a medical purpose, like I had cancer. So I don't know, like something extreme where I had to eat animal products again. I think that would probably be one of the hardest things I have to do. And I know that sounds dramatic to some people, but to me, it is not like there. I love animals. Like I feel like all vegans do like, it's a different love. Like, and not, I don't think everybody has to be, I don't care. I'm not like, I'm a realist. And what Alex is saying is hundred percent true. Me being vegan is not going to end factory farming in the United States. It's probably never going to end. Unfortunately, um, hopefully it reduces for the environment mainly because it's really bad for the environment on top of the fact that it's just treating animals like shit. I don't think everybody needs to be vegan, but if you want to be vegan and you want help on how to behaviorally switch that, I'm not a nutritionist, but I'm more than happy to like 
talk you through the behaviors of switching your your food habits because it, it's hard. I know it's hard when, especially when you don't know how to even cook a vegetable. I get that. Right. Like that's a lot because that's, <laughs> that's all yeah. I eat. Like I really eat a lot of plants. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, like, but I think what it comes down to is regardless to what style, what preference you want to eat, you need to, like, be informed because having a fucking impossible burger at Carl's Jr. is worse, worse than having a regular burger. So just just understanding, like, the having the information on how you're eating, why you're eating it and, you know, just being being as smart as possible and being informed that's going to be honestly that's going to be preemptive and imperative to all of this and then you can make those decisions when you go in the grocery store like how how do you want to eat um do you want to be whole food do you want to do plant-based do you want to fucking do keto i don't i've done i've done so many diets i've done keto i've done whole foods i was pescatarian i tried vegetarian i tried vegan what else intermittent fasting I've done a fucking all macro counting and I like to switch off. I, I get bored the way I eat. So that's right. why yeah, I, yeah. I, like, I like to have like a diet, like prep style just because I get bored and like I'm eating the same shit. I'm going to try keto. And also there's there's benefits of going keto um, and fasting. Like those are a lot of benefits to it. And it's I like to I try it out. Try what you like to do. Yeah. Maybe I enjoyed doing plant-based and I could have kept it up, but obviously it wasn't sustainable for me. So things right. like that, I just recommend be informed, try it out, and you don't have to go organic. You don't have to go expensive. You can just, you know, try to be as cheap as possible if you're on a budget. It's okay. Um, but right. just to tell people that eating healthy or clean eating is privileged and not everybody is able to do that is literally just bullshit. You, you don't have to have any difference. You can buy f- with your food stamp fucking card. You can go to the store and buy mostly whole foods and make better choices. It just comes yeah. from being informed. Right. No, for sure. And I don't want to sound like, um, like I feel like people make fun of vegans a lot because they sound like they like rage. Like I don't ever want to sound like that. I don't ever want to push <laughs> my opinions or like, yeah, yeah. Cause like, I feel like, I mean, just like any type of people, like there's some people like that are vegan that are just so like extra, like extreme. And like, I, I can't even follow PETA to be honest. Cause they post things that just make me so fucking depressed. It's so sad. So I get right. it. Like, I don't want, I just don't want to ever sound annoying. Cause I like, I do feel like I, like I'm not with someone who's vegan. I wouldn't force yeah. my kids to your, be vegan full time. Your man doesn't have a man bun. So that's good. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Like I do want to like introduce that to our children. Like, uh, like we plan to all be plant based as a family three days a week. But that's a decision we made in our relationship. I wouldn't like I don't like to I like to be realistic. And I like to say that I know it's not for everybody. But um, there are just certain things that like I did choose to become vegan for like certain things that I just, I can't lie about. Like, it's like an objective viewpoint. Like I'm not going to sit here and, and sugarcoat the fact that like animals are tortured. Like I, I can't do that. So that might sound intense and that might sound extreme, but I genuinely, like if you ever take the time to do the research, you might, even if you choose not to become vegan, I feel like you'll understand like why I can't like sugarcoat just the no, things I, that animals go through. It's just like, it's yeah. really sad. Yeah, I listen to I listen to both sides, and I totally hear you out. I I think there's a major debate on both sides on um on both because I mean it's not animals eat animals too all the time. And I know right? Yeah. Say. So I mean, there's it goes both ways, but it, what it comes down 100%. to is what you are, what you can commit to, and you know finding yeah. those values and 
being informed and making those decisions and stop eating fucking junk and thinking that it's okay. <laughs> like, yes. I think moral of the story, stop eating junk, vegan, not vegan, however you right. choose to um, eat, however you choose to feed your family. There are there are better ways to do it. And um, if you want to lose weight, it costs less because you eat less. So <laughs> I right. think that's like, that's like the moral of this is like you, it's not gonna it should not be more expensive to lose weight it just does not make sense it's like um right like backwards thinking yeah no i agree 100 percent. do you have anything else to add no i'll stop talking about being vegan now <laughs> i'm just kidding no, i'm just I, kidding no, i just I, love I, it i feel bad i know i've watched all the i've watched all the videos and yeah it's fuck it's hard to watch it's factory farming's tough and do you know that like the cows burps and farts are like what's really like ruining the environment. Yeah, because it's what they're fed. <laughs> so they're fed um they're fed a lot of corn because corn is super fast to grow and easy to grow and cheap to grow. So they grow a bunch of corn and that's what they basically feed them and the corn turns their gas into like toxic uh like fumes into the environment. So like it's that's why I'm saying like even if it's not for the animals, like that's why if you go on PETA, this is the last thing I'll say, I promise. But even just if everyone <laughs> participated in meatless Mondays, so like one day a week of just not eating animal products, um it would reduce like environmental factors tremendously and we would be able to have more of a control on factory farming. So that's why I do like, I like to do that research too, because I feel like a lot of vegans will also make you feel like, Oh, it has to be all or nothing. Like if you're, right. you say you're plant-based, but I know you eat eggs twice a week. You're a fucking asshole. Like, no, like, but there it's like for our environment as well. Even if you don't care about animals, like our environmental impact as we grow as a nation, as a world overall, um, is not doing well. Like I'm not like, I, I won't sit here and lie that I like Google environmental things all the time. I don't, right. but just basic facts of like pollution and how storms are looking and all these things that are going on. Like if we can help do any little thing to like save our planet, I feel like that's important too. So I do want to say this though, because I do see like, you know, the vegan or whatever that rages or even the activists. Okay. The right, activists yeah. You cannot worry about the fucking culture or worry about the environment or worry about yes. the planet when you are not worried about yourself. Your health right. needs to come first. I do want to say that before, you know, you need to make sure you are a healthy person first and then you can be more productive in your activism because I see that all the time too where I see these fat activists, unhealthy activists out there trying to change the world, but you will you will be a lot more effective and a lot I don't know, healthier, healthier, happier, you can co go about your activism in a better way if you take care of yourself first. So I do want to say that, like, I think you should worry about your own health and then put your own health first. And then you can go yes. on and do whatever you care about more. You know, you want to you want to save the earth. You want to whatever, whatever you want to do first, start there and then you'll be better, more effective at those things. So I do want to say that as well, because. I see that happen a lot too. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, That's true. Like, yeah. You like worry about your own health first and then, and then you can go on and save the world. Yeah. So <laughs> if you're still listening. <laughs> That's our rant. That's, That's our rant. rant about being vegan and being healthy, but <laughs> yeah, you um, can, yeah, you can do it. You can do it. Food stamps and all. Hell yeah, for sure. I mean, do you remember the days when food stamps didn't cover like soda and McDonald's like that? 
I know I'm not too old, but I remember the days when food stamps were in a fucking book, bitch. And you had like certain whole foods you were allowed to buy. Now you're out here buying C4 and Monster and fucking Dr. Pepper and Happy Meals. KFC, they're all, yeah. yeah. Yes, no, I remember my mom having the food stamp book. (laughs) Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. That's so funny. The WIC checks were like that. I used to get WIC um, when my son was first born. They used to be the same way. But they would cover like... Um, it would be certain types of things like one box of cereal, one whole grain peanut butter. Yeah, they like, told you like the amount. I remember. Yes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yes. So yeah, no, I know now it's everything's on a card, but it's yeah. Now I can't believe like I my last time my nephew was with us, he had a food stamps card, and he was like, "Can we go to Taco Bell?" I'm like, "What the fuck? What money do you have?" He's like, oh, "I got my EBT card." I'm like, "What?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your yep. EBT covers that? Like what? Wild. Yeah, he he was wild. But yeah, so that same fucking EBT card, you can buy healthier options. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) So thanks for listening. (laughs) Episode 20. Please rate and review. Subscribe now wherever you're listening to your podcast. You can find us on Instagram at ABA on a pod. You can find me personally at Objective Outcomes. You can find me at Behavior with Ash. That's it. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thanks, guys. (laughs)